Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Gilgis Alexander to get it. He goes up, blocked by Draymond. And Clay Thompson comes away with it. Getty's had two shots in a row blocked. Here comes Draymond in the front court. Right side, Curry lets it fly. Three ball good on the sideline. How many times have the good folks of Oklahoma City seen number 30 dash their hopes with a big-time three? It's happening yet again. Big-time three from Stephen Curry, one of a couple of big blocks down the stretch. Draymond Green with one, Kevon Looney with another, and the Warriors doing just enough in the fourth quarter to hold off the Thunder. 128 to 120 is the final as we welcome you inside Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you for the next hour, and we'll open up the phone lines right off the top at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That's the phone number to participate in the program. Give me a call or shoot me a text as we react to this Warriors win over the Oklahoma City Thunder in OKC to begin the road trip by eight at 128 to 120. Uh, some thoughts on this one. Just right off the top, Warriors come out blazing in the first quarter and in the first half in particular offensively, but in the first quarter it was two-way basketball for Golden State doing a hell of a job on Jay Gilgis-Alexander defensively, and the ball was zipping. The Warriors again in getting Andrew Wiggins back in the fold after missing the last couple of games with the non-COVID illness. The Warriors really came out and really just were smoking offensively, attacking the basket, draw and kicks. The, the lanes were wide open, and the Warriors put 38 on the Thunder in that first quarter to go up by 18. Thunder with a better second quarter, uh, but you look up at the half, and the Warriors up 15 at the half, 63-48, to 48, 21 assists for the Warriors on 23 made field goals in the first half. This is a night where the Warriors chase their 40 assist performance from Friday night at home against Toronto with 37 more in this one. And I think it's pretty safe to say that the small lineup that Steve Kerr has gone to as the starting lineup has really engaged and invigorated the offense. And I think with a more open style of play, it's actually helped the Warriors somewhat defensively as well because when the Warriors really get locked in on offense in that fashion with all the ball movement and the player movement and the spacing and the ability to attack, it creates a, a style of basketball that a lot of teams can't match and and while they try to match it it just leads to more opportunities for big defensive plays and bigger runs for the Warriors more sustainable big runs to build some of these leads now if you've watched the Warriors 
all year long, as we all have, you knew that this game was still going to probably be a tight one down the stretch, even with the Warriors up by 21 in that first half. And the reality is, that's just where this Warriors team is right now. Blowout wins on the road are just not a part of the equation like they were going back last year at times, but but even in, in the run of five consecutive trips to the finals where the Warriors could kind of put a team away even on the road and coast a little bit down the stretch. Those days are gone, but those days can be gone, and the Warriors still uh, showing that they could do enough to get this win, and it's a big win for the Warriors as, as you look at it. And, and add it all up here. Nice win. First quarter explosion. They build the 21-point lead. Just enough. The critical stops down the stretch. The Draymond block. The Looney block. And the Warriors able to hold off the Thunder. So it's three in a row for Golden State now uh, uh, overall. And the Warriors are playing better basketball now on the road. That's four of the last six on the road for the Dubs after the 3-16 and 16 start away from Chase Center. And the Warriors go to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves on Wednesday. We'll hear from Steve Kerr coming up. And I had a chance to, to listen to his postgame press conference from Oklahoma City. And he really echoed something that I mentioned on Warriors Live before the game, and that's just the importance of this game tonight with the layout of the road trip ahead for the Warriors, with the game in Minnesota coming up on Wednesday and then the tough back-to-back Thursday at Denver. And I think you'll hear when we play the audio from Coach Kerr, there's already that tone, and I think I was on to something earlier with the fact that I think the Warriors are really trying to chase these first two, wanting to make sure they got tonight for sure, but really chasing these first two because I think in all likelihood, second of a back-to-back at Denver is probably Thursday going to be one of those developmental-type games. And so making sure you get this one to where you separate yourself from the 500 mark by another game, get yourself some breathing room, get a three-game winning streak going – that gives you a little bit more margin for error, a little bit more freedom to play that game in Minnesota. And if you can get those two, you feel better about taking your chances Thursday in Denver and resting some of the regulars on the second of the back-to-back and and getting ready for a couple of home games and a little bit more of a spread-out schedule next week as the Warriors get closer now here with a couple of weeks to go before the All-Star break. So 4-2 and in the last six on the road after the 3-16 and 16 start to the season. And so the Warriors now, uh, you look up at the standings, and the Timberwolves got beat tonight by Sacramento in Minnesota. They split a pair. Those two teams played on Saturday night in Minneapolis as well, with the Timberwolves getting the advantage. But the Timberwolves had been in fifth. They lose that one. The Timberwolves move from fifth to ninth in the West. Fifth and ninth in the West with the one home loss and the Warriors who had inched closer to being outside of that play-in tournament by not even playing the last couple of days. They moved from sixth to fifth right now. So the Warriors are fifth in the Western Conference with the Minnesota victory or Minnesota loss, the Sacramento victory, and the Warriors' own victory. And now just a half game out of fourth with the Clippers holding that spot currently. Dallas did get a win tonight at home, so they vault themselves into 
a tie with the Warriors 5-6 in, in the Western Conference. But to both of those teams, again, just a half game back of the Clippers for fourth. And Sacramento still with the third seed and the Warriors just two and a half back of them. So any kind of positive momentum right now for Golden State, it, it's got to feel really good because the record would not dictate at 26 and 24 that you'd be this close to, to third or even in fifth. But these are the circumstances by which garner the NBA landscape at this point in time and the Warriors able to to take advantage of it if they can just string some wins together and the Warriors able to start to do that with their third consecutive win as they beat the Thunder in this one 128 to 120. 888-957-9570 888-957-9570 It's John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. What can you say about Steph Curry tonight as he goes for 38 Eight more three-pointers for Steph. Got to the free-throw line six times, but eight of 14 from three for Stephen Curry. Just a blistering performance as the Warriors' second straight game with 35 or more assists, 40 in the game against Toronto. Warriors really moving the basketball in this one. Clay Thompson, it was a, it felt like an old-school Oklahoma City kind of game for Stephen Clay uh, in this one with... Those two combining for 66 points and doing it in an extremely efficient manner. Clay Thompson, 6 of 4. So the Warriors, 14 of 28 from the Splash Brothers from three-point range in this one. Shea Gilgis-Alexander did end up with 31, although the Warriors really made him take a lot of shots to get that. Got to the free throw line 10 times. They fouled him a little bit more as the game went on, and he was able to live at the line. But 10 of 24, you'll take that. Uh, the Warriors with a number of different looks on Gilgis Alexander. Jonathan Kaminga doing a nice job in, in stretches against Shea Gilgis Alexander as well. And I think that was the key. You got Alexander, Gilgis Alexander comes in fifth in the NBA in scoring and has the ability to take over games and, and get to the free throw line. And the Warriors really mitigated his ability to do that uh, in this one tonight. You look at just some of the streaks now for the Warriors. Hard to believe as I mentioned there in fifth in the Western Conference, but in looking at some of the notes, just the second three-game winning streak of the season for the Warriors. They, they won five in a row back on that holiday homestand right at the beginning. They ended up going five and three on the homestand, but won the first five. And the three in a row now, only times this year that the Warriors have won three consecutive games. And how about this one? Two games over five hundred. For the Warriors, the high watermark of the season is two games over 500. So the Dubs match that tonight. The last time they were two games over the 500 mark, you go back to January the 2nd when they had the big win against the Hawks at Chase Center to get to 20 and 18. So the Warriors now 26 and 24. And then before that, the only other time the Warriors had been two games over 500 was at the end of what was a 10-4 and stretch after the 3-7 and start. The Warriors were 13-11 and on December 3rd after sweeping a back-to-back at home against Chicago and Houston. And so the Warriors find themselves, in some ways, the best spot they've been in at any point all season at two games over 500, and it's good enough now to be 
right there in the fifth spot in, in the Western Conference and, and right there on the heels of fourth and not too far away from third and, and a very catchable, I, I think, Sacramento club. 888 uh, Warriors wrap up here with John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game. Xfinity Mobile text line 478. Curry and Clay are starting to dominate the rest of the league. Better be on the lookout. That's a great call right there. And another game where you see rested Clay Thompson. Rested Clay Thompson coming out and playing exceptional basketball. And he's really found it. Clay Thompson's January has been spectacular when you look at it. And I think that bodes extremely well for the Warriors as they move into February and approach the All-Star break. And really, almost here now at the 50-game mark, we're getting close to the final 30 games of the year, 32 games to go with 50 in the books and the Warriors sitting at 26 and 24. But you look at Klay Thompson in January – and he was just tremendous as January comes to a close for the Warriors with, with Clay shooting 43.1% from three in the month of January, averaged 269 He had a 54-point game against Atlanta. And then you look at he's had a couple of 30s uh, mixed in there as well, a couple of 28s, 29. Uh, Clay Thompson with a, a brilliant January to really, I think, show people that he's closer to being back to the Clay Thompson of old. Maybe not fully all the way back, but how could you expect fully all the way back, but but definitely close enough to back offensively to really be able to, to help push this team forward. And tonight, the 28 points and doing it in an efficient manner and rebounding the ball with seven boards and also a steal and a couple of assists. Clay Thompson rounding into form here now as he gets to beyond the one-year mark from when he returned from the multiple injuries that, that kept him out. I thought tonight was, was Andrew Wiggins' best game in a while since he returned before having to go out again uh, and miss the last two. Wiggins offensively seemed to be out of rhythm I think is probably the best way to put it. But tonight, he just seemed more comfortable attacking, much better from two-point range, six of nine on twos for Wiggins in this one, a, a plus 10, just a couple of blocks for Andrew Wiggins. And so I think you know, good sign for the Warriors overall when you look at, at Andrew Wiggins and his ability to, to just kind of shake the cobwebs off and be able to to get in some kind of a, of a rhythm. And, and he really just hasn't been in a rhythm all year. He, he got off to kind of a funky start this season, then started to play better, and then had the adductor injury, which kept him out. And then since the return from the adductor injury, it's been a situation where he, he really has just found his offensive game lacking and and you know trying to trying to be found at this point and so I think real, real good sign from Andrew Wiggins another night where Steve Kerr goes to a pseudo playoff rotation I think in the regular season when you look at the small lineup being out there and you look at Jordan Poole still being in the starting lineup and then a four-man bench tonight for Steve Kerr a little bit of a different look but Kerr played only nine tells you he wanted to get this one and it was really DiVincenzo and Kevon Looney getting the bulk of the minutes. Jonathan Kaminga 
and Anthony Lamb, 12 and 11, respectively, in terms of the minutes count. But that was it. No Jamichael Green in this one. No Moses Moody. No James Wiseman. Shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. But the Warriors really, you know, when Steve Kerr only plays nine in a regular season game, that tells you that Steve Kerr has put a focus on wanting to make sure that the Warriors win that game, especially when they get off to a 38-20 and 20 start. The Warriors have had trouble holding leads. The Warriors have also uh, had trouble finishing games that get close down the stretch, in particular on the road. And, of course, the Thunder have been a comeback team a lot this year, so you knew it would get close, but the Warriors making enough big plays down the stretch to earn those victories. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's get to a couple of calls here. Lefty and Walnut Creek on... Warriors wrap-up tonight on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Lefty? JD, appreciate you every night, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Thank um, you. I just want to say, and I've had this thought for the last few months, tonight's game, win or lose, would not change what I'm going to say. The way I look at it, if this team is healthy, which they haven't been intact all year, they're kind of coming together right now, but we got the best starting five in the league, let alone the West. I don't see a team out there, if this team is healthy come playoff time, that's going to take them down. I think the only thing we need really is I want Kurt to figure out by come playoff time who is who his next four or five guys are off the bench. You know, we get that set. If this team's healthy, we see what they can do in the playoffs. We saw Wiggins step it up last year. You know, we talk about the big three. Looney's been to five finals already. I don't see a team out there. The only team in the East I think can take us down, I think, is Milwaukee. I give Boston and the Nets a shot. But if this Warriors team is healthy, the pedigree alone, I think they'll step it up on defense in the playoffs come first game. You know, we've seen off and on this year, but this team's been through so much. They know what's coming. And I think they got enough drive, inner drive, mental toughness to take another one this year. You know, I figured they were going to be better this year than they were last year, but we don't have the Wiseman thing going. But it's no big deal. I got no concerns that this team – you know, they haven't lost, uh, what is it, like 18 straight Western Conference playoff series, right? Who in the West is better than this team if this team is healthy? Thanks for the call. I, I think it, it, remain, it remains to be seen. I think you can make that claim, and it's an accurate one, when you're talking about Steph and Clay and Draymond and Looney and even Wiggins, and hell, I'll throw Jordan Poole in there as somebody that helped him win the NBA championship a year ago, where this team is different than last year's team, and this is where the Warriors still have to figure it out. They do have Dante DiVincenzo, who I think can be a 16-game player, a playoff performer that can help them, but the Otto Porter-Gary Payton the second roles are, are very much different, and, and I think when you look at it's the next couple in the rotation. And, and Kaminga has solidified himself, I think, as far as things go right now. But you're talking about Kaminga and Anthony Lamb and Jamichael Green right now being the, the 7 8 9 or the 8 9 10, and probably more the 8 9 10, I guess, at this point. And is that a good enough 8 9 10, even though 8 9 10 aren't going to play a lot and sometimes 10 isn't going to play at all? in a playoff series, or at least the biggest games, most deciding games of a playoff series. So I I think that's where I look at this team, and I agree with the championship pedigree for all the guys that have won the multiple chips. Like, 100%. Undeniable at that point. The only question with them is attrition. It's can they ramp it up again and get through four series, potentially having to play 
multiple series or all of them without home court advantage. When you get to the five spot and you're as close as they are to the three spot, you know, regardless of what the record takes to get there, that enhances the Warriors' ability to do it, in, in my opinion, just based on the fact that, that they would have some semblance of a home court advantage in a series. If somebody gets upset, they might have it in two series as they wound up having it last year in three series. Even in an NBA Finals, uh, they wound up having it based on the fact that they got off to a great start. So I do think it's a little different with some of the others. And do they have to add one more wing player at the trade deadline or one more big that can maybe shoot the basketball a little bit, provide some of what Otto Porter and Amanya Bielitsa provided for them last year consistently in the playoffs? I think they're one player short, but as far as the regular season goes, we're starting to see, I think, Steve Kerr figuring out the best eight or nine to try and make it work. And I think the lineup change, too, and I mentioned this the other night, I think going small in the regular season really helps engage this team offensively. And it forces teams to try and match them offensively with the floor spread and the ball moving around and all the shooters. And what you find is in a lot of these regular season games, you can win with your offense if your offense is extremely efficient. And it puts pressure on the opposition to have to match you because you're so good offensively and you don't necessarily have to get as many stops over the course of the game to be able to win. You can get key stops in big moments, and that can be enough if the offense is playing at a high level. So I I think the move to go small has really started to pay off here, show dividends for the Warriors as far as the regular season goes, and and it probably gives them a better chance to win more of these games to give them the shot that they're going to need to be a top three or top four team in the the Western Conference. And three and four right now are very much still on the table. Let's get back to the phones. Tenderloin Dad next on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Tenderloin? Hey, not much, J.D. Uh, Good to hear you on the radio. You're the hardest-working man there at the game between uh, coming back from Philly and doing Warriors Wrap-Up tonight. Shouts out to you, J.D. I really liked, actually, about the Warriors starting this game small and having Kevon Looney come off the bench. I think that they have a lot of success in that. Andrew Wiggins tonight looked a little, a lot more dialed in than he has looked in you know, the, you know, the beginning of the season. And I think running with a nine-man rotation is fantastic. Jonathan Kaminga, it, he can be a real game-changer coming off the bench. Now, I know that teams like to help off of him when he's at the three-point line, and I wish he could hit more threes, but they had a little something there. And Steve Kerr showed us a little bit of his hand. If the Warriors can stay you know, relevant and stay in the playoffs, I think this would be a fantastic nine-man rotation. Uh, you know, They covered, and they did what they had to do tonight. They won by eight. Vegas said they were you know, minus five. They took care of business, and uh, – Good talking to you, J.D. Have a wonderful night, and go Warriors. Appreciate it, my man, uh, and thanks for the nod. Yeah, woke up in Philly and back in the Bay tonight doing Warriors wrap-up. Got to love it, and, and I do love doing it here on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, Kevon Looney off the bench, it's twofold. I, I think it's more about the starters and, and some of the things that, that Tenderloin had, had laid out and some of the things that we were talking about before his call as far as the spacing and the offense. The other thing it does is on a team that's a a little bit void of bigs and void of a backup big, 
Well, if you take Kevon Looney and you move him out of the starting lineup, then Kevon Looney can become your backup big. So you don't need a backup big if you start small because Looney is the backup big. And I think the way Kerr manipulates that by starting small, basically playing small for about four minutes, and then Kevon Looney comes into the game, and then they basically swap Looney and Draymond with what has been to this point a little bit of Jamichael Green over the last week, although he didn't play in the game tonight. You're able to do that, and it just gives your team a little bit more balance, and it it makes the the lack of depth that maybe you have go a little bit farther, which I think is is beneficial on a team that's that's trying to to search and, and figure it out. But the reality is, this team had been too bogged down, I think, at times offensively, too much pressure on the three scorers on the floor to get the job done when you have a couple of non-scorers on the floor with them in Draymond and in Kevon Looney. And there's times where you have to hunker down and go to that lineup, and we've seen the Warriors do that in the playoffs, and it's been beneficial. Go go back to Kevon in the, in the Memphis series. Take Kevon out here and there, and, and, and they've had some flexibility with it. But I think in the regular season, it it helps Jordan Poole become more of a factor. I think having Clay Thompson play the three allows him to be more of a factor defensively. And I think it just engages the whole team. It forces the whole team to have to fly around and and put out a little bit more effort defensively and also put out a little bit more of an effort on the boards as well. The, the Warriors seem to collectively rebound on a lot of nights better when they're small because everybody knows they have to go pitch in and help out. And you look at Steph Curry tonight, seventy uh, eight rebounds for Curry, Draymond had his nine. Clay had seven. Wiggins only four in this one. And we've seen Wiggins be able to have some big-time games rebounding the basketball that have helped the Warriors a lot and, and helped them in, in the playoffs a lot. But it, it's more of a, a collective effort. And you look at the Warriors, they out-rebounded the Thunder in, in this one tonight. The Warriors limited the points off turnovers tonight, only 13, 15 turnovers. Turnovers a little bit of a problem as they always are, but turnovers weren't game wreckers for the Warriors uh, in this game tonight. Getting off to a nice lead as well. It's nice to be able to to play from ahead and know that you can just hold a young team off that's, that's coming for you down the stretch. And this is a big win. This is a really, really, really big win for the Golden State Warriors to get to two games over 500, and we've talked about it so much this season and and in the last few weeks in the Warriors. It's been fits and starts. They win a couple, and then they lose three, and it feels like the sky is falling a little bit, but but we've said it a lot here on 95.7 The Game. If the Warriors can win three, four, five in a row, that might put you from ninth or tenth in the West up to fourth. And the Warriors are on the come right now over the last five nights. They've gone from ninth to fifth. And, and a 3-0 and has gotten them to that point. And, and let's not forget, the Warriors won the NBA championship last year as the three seed. So if the Warriors are the three seed in the West, and if Memphis is the two, we've seen how that's played out going back to the playoffs. And we've seen how it's played out in two games at Chase Center to this point on the young season going back to Christmas and, and then last week when the Warriors were able to to handle the Grizzlies 
down the stretch in, in that one and, and hand them a, a loss with Jordan Poole able to get the, the, the game winner. So 8-8, 9-5-7, 9 Warriors win tonight 128-120. to Steph Curry goes for 38. Klay Thompson goes for 28. The Warriors with 37 assists. That's 77 assists now in the last two games. Nice job defensively in particular early. Nice job against Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Uh, and the Warriors shot the three ball well tonight as well. 20 of 47. Warriors aren't going to lose too many games when they knock down 23s. And they came out hot early and able to maintain with enough key stops and with enough big shots down the stretch off of those key stops to hold off the thunder and improve to 26 and 24. We'll pause here. We'll come back. We'll hear from the head coach, Steve Kerr. Still time for more texts. Still time for more calls as Warriors wrap-up rolls on right here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Curry catches, pump fake, puts it on the deck, drive again, scoop to the hoop, it's up and good, and another unassailable record goes to number 30 as he passes Will Chamberlain and becomes the all-time leader in field goals in Warriors history. And with 8.46 to go here in the third quarter, Stephen Curry has put his name into the Warrior record book yet again. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, another special performance from Stephen Curry as he becomes number one in Warriors franchise history in terms of field goals made. Special, special moment there for Stephen Curry as called by Tim Roy and Jim Barnett here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors beat the Thunder 128-120. to We welcome you back to Warriors Wrap-Up. John Dickinson with you. We'll keep it rolling here for another Oh, 20 minutes or so as we get you up to the top of the 9 o'clock hour and the Warriors improving their record to 26-24 and 24, and they're able to gain some ground in the Western Conference playoff race tonight 
as uh, they're 26 and 24 and 7 and 18 now on the road. Winners of three in a row, and they are fifth in the Western Conference at 26 and 24. It's hard not to say it without a chuckle, but there they are. And they take on the Timberwolves in Minneapolis on Wednesday, and that's a Timberwolves team that the Warriors were able to beat in Minneapolis earlier on in the season. And I think the Warriors taking the uber-focused approach about the first two games of this road trip, knowing the layout of the game in Denver on Thursday being the second of a back-to-back. And and I know that game is on a Thursday. That is not a nationally televised game on Thursday uh, for TNT. And so the, the rules are a little bit different as far as whether you have the ability to, to rest your stars in, in games. I know the league came out with the the mandate a couple of years ago that, that if you rest healthy players in national games, you can face heavy fines, and, and the league doesn't want that. But Clippers-Bucks is the game on Thursday night that is the, the second half of the, the TNT double header, which also features Grizzlies-Cavs as the opener and the Warriors Nuggets game is just tucked away at at six o'clock seven o'clock mountain and we saw the Warriors last year remember when they had the the two games and five nights and the makeup game in Denver the Warriors wound up using one of those games as a developmental game and didn't even send the veteran championship core players to Denver to play in the first one of those games and uh, actually kept it close down the stretch. So so I think the ability to get the game in Minnesota would be huge. Otherwise, you find yourself in that situation where the Warriors were after they lost in Boston, and then they were going to rest everybody in Cleveland, although that was the one game this year where shorthanded the Warriors were able to get the win. 888-957-9570. Let's uh, hear a little bit from Steve Kerr, but the phone lines are still open. We'll get to a couple of Xfinity mobile text line questions and comments as well in this one but uh, here's the head coach Steve Kerr from OKC what did you think about what happened in that second half you guys were up by 21 and then it got really close in the fourth yeah they played they played really well they're scrappy there there's a reason you know they are right in the thick of things you know uh, Gilgis Alexander is really really tough to stop he got going um thought we fouled a little bit too much in the third quarter but you know they're they're a good team on their home floor, so you you know a run's coming. So I was really happy with the way the guys responded down the stretch. We closed the game really well. A lot of guys came in and made made big plays. So it was a really good night overall. It seemed like in the second half, the Thunder were getting loose for a lot of threes. Was that just something they're doing to exploit the coverage that you guys are doing, or is it more of them just making shots? They made shots, 11 for 24. Jalen Williams made a couple. You know, they 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 stepped up and made shots. And it's 2023. I'm, I'm actually happy when somebody only makes 11 threes against us. So uh, they shot a high percentage. But, uh, you know, again, you, you got you to gotta play the full 48. The start that we got off to, though, set the tone for the game. You know, we just played a great first quarter. And they had to swim upstream uh, the entire well, the final three quarters. And even though they, they got close, you know, we were able to hold them off. Do you think this was Andrew's best game since his 15 game absence? Yeah, I thought Andrew looked great, you know, athletically, energy wise. He just looked like himself. Um, I think, uh, you know, he's had a rough go, you know, just between the injury and then being sick a couple of times. Um, 
you know, he's he lost some conditioning, lost some rhythm, and uh, had a great practice yesterday. Um, you could see this coming just from the way he was moving and how aggressive he was, and uh, I love the way he played tonight. Steph at 38, I know after the last game you said you could kind of feel his pop back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to you, was this kind of an extension of that? Yeah, yeah, he, he looked looked just as fast and twitchy tonight as he did the other night, you know, just um, really uh, smooth with the ball, running off the ball, off screens, uh, playing good defense, um, rebounding. You know, he was just quick to the ball and and looked looked fantastic out there. Fourteen threes. You and all, is there, is there any part of you gets a mild flashback at any point to like 2016, them hitting big threes in this building? I didn't think about that tonight. You know, it's been a while since that that night happened. Uh, there is a lot of history in this building for our, our older guys, but um, you know, it's a different different era, a totally different team that the Thunder have put together. They're a really impressive young group. And, uh, you know, so we're just we're just trying to take care of this year. We're not worried about anything that happened in the past. What's that most to you about what Chase doing right now? He just gets any shot he wants in the in the mid-range. You know, he's, uh, he's so good with the ball. He's so strong. You can't speed him up. He just gets to his spots and then calmly, you know, rises up and shoots that little 12-footer, 10-footer. 14 footer. It's uh, he's a very unique player. You know, most guys these days are shooting a ton of threes or trying to get to the rim. He can do both, but he really uh, feasts on the on the mid range, and uh, he's tough to handle. How do you just kind of the challenging nature of these, these next two back to back cold weather series? All that. This was really uh, a key game for us um, on the trip. You know, to start out with a win puts us in a good position to, you know, get some rest tomorrow, prepare for Minnesota, and then go uh, go attack that game and um, see what happens. And then obviously the back-to-back -back, uh, with Denver uh, will be difficult um, with the travel and everything. So we needed this one tonight and uh, guys did a great job going and, and getting it. And now we've got to get greedy and, and uh, you know, go get the next one. I can't remember what game it was, but there was a few games where we talked about late game execution. Um, do you feel, and we've had a few close games over the last two weeks, but do you feel like you guys are kind of figuring out your identity for those late games? Yeah, I think we're doing better. You know, we've won four of our last six on the road, according to Raymond Ritter and Elias. I trust Elias a little bit more than Raymond, but, you know, you, you have to execute on the road down the stretch to win you, you have to you have no choice and I just think that uh, you know we're getting some key buckets at key times um, Draymond made some brilliant plays down the stretch obviously Steph and Clay made big shots Jordan made a big shot late um, corner three I thought was maybe the biggest shot of the game uh, and we got some stops we got enough stops and um, really a really good effort from the guys yeah, and the critical stops, in particular the Draymond block and the Kavon Looney block as well in the, the closing minutes uh, to be able to lead to buckets going the other way and help the Warriors separate as the 21-point lead did get down to two, and it did feel a little bit like some of those other games that the Warriors have allowed to get away over the course of, of this season, which are really the, the main reason why this team doesn't have a much better record or, or is pushing for, for maybe the, the two seed or already in the, the three position uh, at this particular point in time. But uh, yeah, the big stops key down the stretch uh, as the Warriors win at 128 to 120, uh, 5-1-0 on the 
Xfinity Mobile text line. Wiggins played solid D down the stretch. Great to see he's moving well. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Wiggins did seem physically healthier than he's been in in quite some time, and his offense was in a better rhythm, and he did seem to be more engaged in the game defensively. And and it's not so much the effort level. I, I just think it was really the energy level with the non-COVID illness and all of the different things that have kept him out as he tries to, to work his conditioning back. I mean, he's hardly played over the last two months. you got to go back to December the 3rd, the last time that he played before he came back here recently and then had to go out again. And so I think he hadn't really fully regained his conditioning in the in the return from the original adductor injury and illness that kept him out on the back end and then became ill again as he tried to come back. And, and that just knocked everything back down a peg. So I think really good sign for Wiggins tonight that, that he was able to come around and, and really help the Warriors get this win. 888-957-9570. John Dickinson here on Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 the game as uh, the Warriors get to 26-24. and 24. The 2-4-0, my guy in the 2-4-0. J.D., take off your Stevie Wonder glasses so you can really see how bad this small, I'm going to sub the word, the small starting five truly is. Poole as a starter diminishes the level of IQ and defensive grit that this team truly needs. I don't think it matters at the beginning of games. And we've discussed this because just because Jordan Poole starts doesn't mean Jordan Poole's going to finish unless Jordan Poole is playing an exceptional game and unless others that are out there with him can help guide him along to where his defense is not exposed to a point where he can't be on the floor. But but I think in today's NBA, in the regular season, having Jordan Poole in the starting lineup and going with the three guards and playing Clay at the three and Wiggins at the four and Draymond at the five, I, I think you can do it. And, and I think the Warriors can get away with Draymond at the five more because there are so few teams that really do hit you on the offensive glass and hit you in the post. And there are times, look, it's it's not an absolute. There are times where the Warriors have really struggled with teams that have athletically been able to, to do a number on them inside. But those players also have to be able to guard the Warriors' spread it out offensive attack. And for the most part, in the biggest moments over lengthy stretches, the Warriors are are a better rebounding team. The the Warrior you know, the, collectively when they go smaller, they again most of the time the offense is exponentially better and the energy defensively is better. It's not that they're you know great defensively all of the time, but the energy and the effort level is better, and the margin for error shifts to where the the offense is playing at, at such a much higher level that you don't necessarily have to defend as well as consistently. You do down the stretch, but it, bottom line is Jordan Poole may not be in the game down the stretch. And the Warriors have so many different options as to who the fifth player can be when they try to close some of these games. And it, it might be Jordan Poole some nights. It might be Kaminga. It might be Looney. Hell, it might be Dante DiVincenzo depending upon what, what the Warriors need on a, on a night-in, night-out basis. 
could even be Iguodala if he ever gets himself healthy and, and, and able to play. How badly did Steve Kerr want this one tonight? He brought Steph Curry back in with eight minutes to go. <laughs> More than eight minutes to go. Steph pops into the game with the thunder on a big-time run, and the Warriors in a little bit of trouble, and he goes to Steph right then. That, that's called chasing wins. Coming up here on the two-year anniversary of the infamous chasing wins moment where Steve Kerr said they weren't going to chase regular season wins in, in San Antonio after a loss in the 39-33 and 33 campaign that led to the ouster in the play-in tournament at the hands of, of the Grizzlies. But yeah, Warriors move up to the fifth seed. They're close to fourth. And just a, a collective effort from everybody really on the floor. But tonight was a game where the top seven really carried the day. And and the top seven being the starters with DiVincenzo in his 26 minutes and, and Kevon Looney in, in his 22 minutes. The, the core six and also the uh, you know help of a guy like Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, one other quick note on Curry that uh, I wanted to pass along. This via Twitter. This was via at Warriors Muse on Twitter. Uh, I think this is an interesting note. Curry, the first player in NBA history to record 30 points and 10 assists, shooting 60% from the field, 50% from three, and 100% of his free throws in back-to-back games. First player in NBA history. Kind of a random one, but yeah, 30 and 10, but doing it with the level of efficiency that, that Curry has done it. 60 overall shooting it. 50 from three and then making every single free throw. A unique nugget, but Curry definitely on one, and and Steph was the pick-to-click on Warriors Live as far as the the take-it-to-the-bank prediction, which is sponsored by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. So Steph coming through for your guy on the pick uh, on that one. 888-957-9570. Let's go back to Oklahoma City and back to the Paycom Center in downtown OKC and hear a little bit from Draymond Green as he addressed the media after the Warriors' victory over the Thunder. Dray, how important was tonight's start considering how tight the game was proved to be demonstrated? You know, teams are always going to go on and run. So I don't, we kind of held that run off the entire first half. But at some point, you know, they're going to go on and run. I thought our start was great. Uh, you know, we got the pace of the game where we wanted at the beginning of the game. Uh, did a good job of defending without fouling and got some easy bucks in transition. Was able to get our, get the game, uh, how to flow out the game that we like to have. We've asked you this at several points of the season, but I mean, does it feel like momentum could be coming? Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Every time we talk about that, we go the other way. So just got to keep putting it one game at a time, putting them together. Do you feel like the signals in some of your recent play indicates I mean, like, you know, 15 first quarter assist tonight. It looks a little bit more like I think it's definitely starting to look more like our brand of basketball. Um, you know, guys are starting to figure out their spots and roles and rotations and different things. I think we're definitely starting to figure it out. But like I said, game at a time. First time getting back-to-back road wins this season. Is it crazy to think that it took this long? Dang. Yeah, that's tough. But we got them now, so no more first. So it's cool. But... Just got to build where we are. Uh, the pass is what it is. Just start to the road record is what it is. Just got to win from here. The standings are so 
jumbled, like how important was it to get this one when you guys are going to Minnesota and then Denver next in a back-to-back set? It's a tough back-to-back, but I think they're two winnable games. Um, you know, we go, we play our brand of basketball, give ourselves a chance to win. So I don't make too much of, oh, we're going here or there. Um, you know, a win is a win and it's important, but, you know, now we got to go and play our brand of basketball, give ourselves a chance to win the next one. Pretty nice night. Um, just how much have you missed kind of the two-way version of them since, you know, this season kind of got the rail? Definitely had a pretty good night. And, you know, just I think it was good to just see him back aggressive. You know, when he first came back, seemed a little timid, which is usually the case when people come off a long layoff, you know. So and it's not necessarily, I don't know if timid's the right word, but, you know, you, you're just kind of trying to find your legs and find your rhythm and find your footing and find your spots and different things. And so uh, it was good to see him aggressive tonight. And, um, you know, he was that way on both sides of the ball. They got some good young players, um, you know, still obviously putting it all together, but, you know, Shea is a great player in this league. Um, you know, Josh has gotten better. Both Jalen's, you know, are starting to put it together. So they got some good young players and, you know, you um, just got to keep watching and see the growth. But, I mean, they're 24 and 26. They're right in the thick of all the stuff that's going on in the Western Conference. So you got to give them some credit. Yeah, and the Thunder have been, I think, you know, they were a team that was believed to be tanking and they lost Holmgren uh, before the season even started. And I think you know, a lot of people thought, yeah, Shea Gilgis-Alexander's terrific. He's he's an all-star. Not an all-star starter over Steph Curry, by the way. I guess there's been some social media back and forth about that. I think Curry put that to bed tonight. But but Gilgis Alexander is absolutely an all-star. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that uh, when that game is played here in, in the coming weeks. But, yeah, the Thunder are right in the mix, and, and I think surprisingly so. But the Warriors able to, to jump on them early. And I still think – I know Anthony Slater asked Steve Kerr about this. I do still think – the Warriors veteran players get a little juice playing in that building. And and you know, it is a raucous atmosphere. I know there were a lot of Warrior fans there tonight, but I, I think you've sensed the the Warriors have played better in some of the arenas where there's been a lot of juice on the road. You look at Boston, there's obviously a lot of juice. They played a great game in Boston. Cleveland is a is a place that always gets up when the Warriors come in there and even the the backup guys that, that played in that game, D.C. on the MLK holiday with the trip to the White House coming. You know, they, they had more energy in, in, in that game. Uh, you know, but OKC, Utah, they played a, a game shorthanded in Utah earlier. But I, I think as far as OKC, Steph and Clay and Draymond, they get in that building with that crowd, and they, for whatever reason, take it to another level. And I think it, it is one of the better environments in, in the NBA and I think the Warriors do on those nights where there is a buzz in the building, they get up for it a little bit. I think it, it helped propel them to the big start, and the big start in this game is the reason why the Warriors had the ability to, to close it out down the stretch. If, if they're only up 10 to 12 points at the end of the first quarter, maybe they get down four or five down the stretch and, and can't overcome it, and we've seen that happen to this Warriors team a bunch of different times 
over the course of this season in games on the road in the Midwest or in the East that they haven't been able to to get the job done in. So to to build the lead, withstand that first half run, as Draymond alluded to, which I think was key, there was no big first half run for the Thunder. It really didn't come until the second half and, and until the fourth quarter. But the Warriors were able to stay calm, make enough big shots, and have the ability to get a couple of critical stops in Draymond just a monster with the the block that led to that Curry three, and Looney had a block that led to a Jordan Poole three, one twelve to one oh seven, and the Warriors wind up going on and winning this one one twenty eight to one twenty uh, as they reach the three game winning streak plateau for just the second time this season. The Warriors won five in a row back on the holiday homestand when they were able to beat Memphis and Charlotte and Utah and Portland and Atlanta to bring in the new year with the final game being against the Hawks. A couple of minutes to go here, a couple of notes to close this thing out before we call it a night here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Looking at the Warriors' victory uh, beginning this road trip with the win. So it's two straight on the road for the first time this season. If you go back to the Cleveland game, for the Warriors at the end of the last trip on January the 20th. And the Warriors have a three-game winning streak uh, this season again uh, for the third time. I think I said second. The third time this season the Warriors have had a winning streak of, of three or more. 37 assists after the 40 in the last game against Toronto. Warriors had 15 of those in the first quarter, which is tied for the most any team has had in any quarter this season, the 15 assists, so the ball was really zipping around here, and you look at the Warriors' ability to move it, uh, th- that, I think, set the tone for, for the entire night. Warriors eclipsed the 30-assist mark, 11-2 and two now in games where they record at least 30 assists and shoot 50%. Warriors shot 51.1% uh, in this one. They've also won seven in a row against the Thunder, including four consecutive games at Oklahoma City. The Warriors will take on the Thunder next Monday night, consecutive Mondays for the Dubs and the Thunder, and uh, that is coming up at Chase Center. Uh, And, of course, we'll have it here for you on 95.7 The Game. All right, that'll do it. Appreciate uh, the calls, appreciate the texts. And appreciate the help of Sterling Bennett and everybody in our San Francisco studios as we bring you Warriors wrap-up here on a busy, busy day in Bay Area sports on 95.7 The Game. So we'll call it a night on that note. I will be back with you on Wednesday. Damon and Ratto have Warriors Live for that one. Warriors and the Timberwolves. It's 4 o'clock for Warriors Live. 5 o'clock tip. Dubs and T-Wolves from Minnesota, and then I will have Warriors wrap-up for you after the ball game. We'll be taking your phone calls, as we always do here at 888-957-9570. Fox Sports Radio's coming your way next. Warriors get the win 128-120, to 120, and you heard it right here at 95.7 The Game. Good night. T. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 